I'm Clarissa Medina from dreambookproject.com. I'm the official interviewer for Freedom Summit Global. We are getting to know the wonderful international and local speakers for Freedom Summit Global. These speakers are gathering to show us how to live a life of total freedom, where we are not shackled by time, money, or location. Right now, we are joined by a very special guest. He is an international number one Amazon best-selling author. He also interviews top entrepreneurs as an award-winning podcast host. Known as the Lead Generation Coach, he founded Business Owner Elevation, a company that helps um, consultants and coaches create six to seven figure income. I introduce to you Leon Street. Thank you very much, Clarissa. Thank you for the intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> so say hello to everyone. Say hi. Hi everybody. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> yes. Um so to start with uh Freedom Summit Global, as the name implies, is all about freedom. What mm -hmm. does freedom mean to you personally? Um, it, it's a great question. Um, to me personally, I think you touched on it um, in the intro, which is about time, money, and location. Uh -huh. Now, if you want to go a step above that, freedom starts here. It starts in the mind. Yeah, and unfortunately when you set out on the path of running a business if you're not clear in your mind and you're not constantly looking at personal development and how you can open up the focus and clarity that you need to live a life never mind a business you can be forever trapped and it could appear on the outside that you're living free in terms of time money location but there's a lot of people who have reached, you know, in many people's eyes, a place of success, but they're trapped within the confines and the limitations of their mind. And I'll give you an example. There was a point in my life where um, I'd, I'd set up a digital marketing agency and I was running it for some years and then I had a failure. I had to close the company. I had to uh, make three of my team members redundant and it had an effect on me for four years after. So I'd set up another business during that time, but I never pushed beyond the limits of what I'd now created yeah. in my mind because I didn't want to experience failure again. Mm -hmm. Although failure and the challenges of that time were actually part of the journey and what I needed to learn. So when I come back to freedom, freedom is the ability to be free here, to choose what you do with your money, to choose what you do with your time and to be fr um, free with the choices you make in life. I see. Let um, what my key takeaway from that is that it's also it also includes mental freedom, not mm -hmm. just time freedom, location freedom, yeah. or money freedom. A big part of it is um, mental or psychological. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I dig digress a bit? Of course, I'm, um, I'm happy to go anywhere you want to go. <laughs> uh, I, I'm curious what you learned from the failure that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. 
So the, the biggest failure at the time was related to um, the business having a cash gap. So it was sales. It was generating enough sales at the time. Um, there was also the challenge of collecting cash in. So when you have invoices out and you're chasing your clients to pay you. So, so those were the financial lessons. What I also realized at the time in terms of having three employees and they were um, not freelancers or subcontractors they were in my office I paid their salaries I paid their taxes and the other thing that I realized is do I have the right people on board so there is a book called good to great and it talks about the, the philosophy of having the right people on the bus in the right seats and what I realized is that I was the main salesperson I was the main driver of generating leads and that was the problem. So what I needed to have is a system and a team who actually could at least contribute to the results of what we were doing. Um, and then, you know, at that point, that was the biggest realization. And then there were other things, you know, um, when I had to make my team redundant, it was how did I handle that emotionally? Because I felt responsible for them, yeah. for their families. And it was one of those things where I realized that actually, um, even though it may sound selfish, the biggest thing to do is to prepare yourself and your business first. Because if that is right, then you shouldn't have the responsibility of your team. What you should have is a system that provides for you and your team. Yeah. So that you don't feel that you have to emotionally take care of any other responsibility beyond your own family. But what the business should provide is a way for everybody to win together. So there were so many lessons as we digress, and I could probably talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you mentioned the right team, the right system. Mm -hmm. um, how did you break free from the, like, I, like go from, get over the failure and mm. break free mindset-wise? Yeah, I would love to say that it was just like a, an overnight epiphany, light bulb moment, aha moment that came to me, but it wasn't. It was, it was a gradual, ah. it was a gradual process. So what happened was, whilst I was running my new marketing agency after the you know the other one failed and I had to close it, mm -hmm. I started testing different things. I was I was doing um, some affiliate marketing. I was consulting on some other projects, and so there was just different mm -hmm. things going on. And part of it, what I realized is I was moving away from what I was um, labeling as a failure and not working properly. But what happened was, is those kind of smaller projects brought me back to my core, which was marketing. And out of that, what I realized is the, the biggest thing for me was to really get to the understanding of what will create sales. So before sales comes the marketing. And the marketing is all about generating the right qualified leads. And, and so for me, once I started to understand that, um, I started to look inwards because, you know, that's where freedom starts. It starts internally. Yeah. And, and so what I did from that point was started to really look at personal development because it was, it was something I was doing, but I wasn't going deep enough. I was like surface layer, like I had the books on the shelf, like you can see here, but I didn't read all of them. And, and there was just different things. So I wasn't really accountable to, you know, the, the, the core actions that I was setting myself and also the standards that I had in my life. And so gradually I started to get more focused. Gradually I became more committed and eventually I realized that it was my duty and that's how it happened.
I see. You seem to be living in this freedom now. Mm -hmm. So what can what advice can you give to people who want to become as successful as you are? Sure. I think, you know, there is a million and one ways to be a success. There is no just here is the only way. But what you will find from experts like myself and many other people is that they have created a system. Yeah. And the biggest thing that has allowed me to live within the freedom that I have now, the choices that I have now, the time, the money and and the location. Um, Like right now, I'm not even in my office. I'm in my home office. I'm not in the actual office. Yeah. And part of that is um, like, like you mentioned earlier to, to be able to choose where I'm located, you know, and for me, if people are looking to create their freedom, what you've got to start with is what is the life that you want to create? Yeah. Because there's no point in having freedom without a goal or a, a plan that leads you towards something. So freedom shouldn't just be, oh, I just want to earn a million dollars or pounds or Freedom to me is, you know, I don't have to turn up to work or don't have to do any work. It should be, what is the life that you want to create? And then what you've got to look at as, you know, a business owner, somebody who is embarking on this business journey, what must be in place in order for me to create the financial returns that I need and the systems within the business to support that goal of the life that I want to have. And and so that means... Um, it, it means creating standards. Yeah, you must have standards. So, for instance, what one of the big things is, um, I read this book called "The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People" by mm-hmm. Stephen Covey. Yeah, and one of the big things that I adopted from it was the weekly plan. And the weekly plan was where you map out 168 hours every week. We all have 168 hours, and so what I got really focused in, and then also share with my team is that we plan the week. So we, we plan in everything from what is done in work to what is done in your social life, everything. Because if you want to become more effective, it's not just effective at work, it's effective at life. And so as I got more focused on what needed to happen, then I started to focus on the, the two key areas that would then grow my business. Marketing, having a clear way to generate consistent leads of qualified prospects, people who I wanted to serve, having the right offer for them so that at the point where they wanted to buy from me, I was also prepared where I understood how to sell effectively. So I came across as the supportive advisor that people trusted rather than somebody who just wants to sell anything to anybody. And if you're listening to this right now, that's the key that has led to my freedom, getting the mind right, getting the marketing right. So those are the two things and sales. Without those, operations doesn't exist because without customers, there's no point in having operations. So when you have those, the fourth one is operations. Mm, I see. Mindset, marketing, sales, and operations. There you and go. you mentioned earlier about um, defining the kind of lifestyle that you want and not just yes. like a financial figure target. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, these things that we're talking about, time freedom, money freedom, and location freedom, mm-hmm. uh, one of the lifestyles that embraces this is the digital nomad lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
what tips do you have for someone who wants to live the digital nomad lifestyle? It's a really good question, actually. And I, you know what? I had to go onto Wikipedia to find out what the definition of a digital nomad was. <laughs> I'm being very honest with you because I don't label myself as a digital nomad. Uh, and, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and I'll share why. Because yeah. when I looked at the definition of a digital nomad, it was somebody who um, could operate in almost like isolation, yeah, where they don't need to have a fixed um, office they can work from a cafe a bar you know mm. on the beach whatever and the, the biggest thing for me is if you go back to what I said do understand what is the life that you want to create yeah so you're planning what what is the life that you want to create and therefore what are the the activities or the daily um, things that you want to be doing? You know, if you want to get up at 5 a.m., if you want to get up at 8 a.m., if you want to get out of bed at 11 a.m. in the morning, it really doesn't matter. Like, what life do you want to create? You know, how many hours in a day do you wish to work? How many hours in a day will you be marketing? How many hours in a day will you be selling? And all of these things are um, that they're relative because somebody within you know one hour's time may be highly successful compared to another person in terms of commitment and the amount of work they produce so for me and um, that's why i said that there is no right way or there is no specific way but if you're looking to live that digital nomad lifestyle the key thing is this you must know how to generate leads first yeah because if you can generate leads you will never have a problem with selling because you will always have people to sell to. If you have enough leads and you're selling enough, you will have cash in the bank. Now, cash in the bank is a big factor and a big sign of how well you are doing. So don't fool yourself with likes, with shares, with comments, with photos on the beach, pretending to have the lifestyle. Actually focus on what generates cash because once you have the cash, you have leverage. And what cash will buy you is more time and more freedom. That's what cash is. Cash in the bank is freedom because now you have the choice to hire people. You have the choice to leverage time because those people can do the things that you don't want to do, i.e. the $10 an hour tasks where you can focus more on the $1,000 or the $10,000 an hour tasks that help you to grow your business, create the right team, and to continue to live whatever life you choose and it could also be that digital nomad lifestyle <laughs> yes so it's uh one of the tools that they can use to um actually enjoy that kind of lifestyle is lead generation yeah, yeah. it's 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 the lifeblood of any business mm, i would agree but, yeah. yeah so many people get lost in hey look at my new logo hey look at my website nobody wants to look at your logo or your website nobody cares yeah. but if you can offer some value to these people who you know that you can help a specific mm -hmm. niche the group of people that you know your product or service can help you must put value in front of those so that they take up the opportunity to either opt in for your webinar, opt in for a PDF guide, a PDF checklist, something of value first, yeah. generate leads. And when you generate leads, as I said, you will never have a problem. Yeah. The next step is just then knowing how to sell, which is, it's almost what I wrote the book here, which is more leads. <laughs> more clients. You know, like, 
Yeah, I was looking at it as well. Yeah, and, and you know why I put it there? So I never forget to mention it. <laughs> but, you know, the, the reality is that's what it's about. It's generating more leads so that you can sell to have more clients. And everything that I do, you know, focuses around a person coming from a place of integrity, knowing that you can help, knowing that you can provide value. Because at that point, providing value and delivering great service and getting testimonials, um, you know, from people who loved what they have experienced with your product or service is what will then continue to fuel even more leads and more clients. All right. Um, well, digital nomads travel a lot. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering what's your favorite travel story? Ah, this was a difficult one for me to even think of. Like, what was my favorite travel story? Yeah, have um, a lot of uh, I've, yeah, I've got different experiences traveling to places like Egypt. I've traveled to places in Europe. I mean, I'm based in the UK, um, traveling to Poland, Ireland, um, uh, Spain. But uh, I'll tell you some of my favorite destinations. Okay. Uh, Italy in Rome. R absolutely love it just because of the history that is there. Mm -hmm. You will walk on the street and you'll be walking past, you know, buildings that were there more than 2000 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just knowing that, that there's that depth of history there, that, that level of culture is around you. Um, and then more recently, um, probably just around about two weeks ago, I took my first trip to Jamaica. Um, I actually have um, family heritage in Jamaica because my father's parents are from Jamaica. Ah. And so, yeah, and I'm mixed race. So, so for me, I'm going to share that story. Um, and this relates to being the digital nomad. So I'm, I'm 39 years old now. So when I stepped onto um, the land of Jamaica, I just not long turned 39, which was the 1st of February. And for many years, my grandfather would tell me stories of where he came from in Jamaica. He would have a donkey where he collected wood. He would take wood to the timber yard in Jamaica and, you know, all the other crazy things a young man would get up to. And he would say, Shh, don't tell your grandma about these stories. You know? So as a young boy, my mind was filled with all these amazing stories and, and I suppose thoughts of palm trees, sun, sea, the river, fishing and just food and culture and so recently um i was in miami at a marketing conference and then i had a few days spare so me and my girlfriend we traveled to jamaica for four days to um, enjoy some time there because it's like you know 90 minutes away the flight so we went there and i remember the feeling of we so we got there one of my aunties picked me up from the airport which was cool so i had met her before she'd come to the uk but she picked me up and so from there after she dropped me to the hotel we went to the beach but i remember just wanting to take my shoes off and just put my feet into the sand and just feel like i'm finally here this place of story imagination and wonder that my grandfather had told me about growing up for so many years for the culture that I experienced when I was around my grandparents, you know, at their home when I was growing up, growing up as a young boy, to finally be here and think, wow, I'm here, I have arrived. And so as a digital nomad, in many respects, the, the freedom was also the realization of a lifelong vision, let's say. And this vision was one day I would be in Jamaica and finally it happened. And it happened because I had the freedom of time have the freedom of money to make it happen and the location again 
So whilst I'm there, the way my business operates, I have a team that was taking care of things as I was away. So there is no funny ailment to the story, but what there was, was it was almost like a, a goal achieved. Yeah. And, and for me, there's nothing that can replace that feeling in, in your heart when you long for something and finally it's realized. And so that's what I want to share. Wow. That sounds like, well, you said it's a vision come true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what, well, the next question is something like that. Um, mm -hmm. It's close to my heart because I'm in the business of helping people achieve their dreams in my own way. Mm -hmm. um, so what's your advice for people to make their dreams come true? Okay, so... My advice is, it's very simple. There, there, there's, there's nothing special about this advice other than the fact that it requires you to be committed. Not just to say, I'm committed, but to be committed for the next 18 months. So if you're in this place where you're looking at growing your business or starting out in your business, the biggest thing is, as I said, plan. What is the lifestyle that you wish to create? So what are the things you, you want to do? What is the financial um, goal that you hope to achieve in your business? What is the salary, the money you will take personally in your own bank account? Yeah. And once you have these as goals, then what you need to do is commit to what will you do every week for the next 18 months? Yeah. So the thing is, everybody wants to get to the finish line. But what you must understand, you've got to do the work. And I shared this story recently with one of my clients. Um, and I also shared it at an event I was speaking at, is that if you think of the fastest man on the planet, he is known as Usain Bolt. Yeah, He went to three Olympics, which is over the course of 12 years, and won eight or nine gold medals because one was um, contentious. But anyway, so he won these medals, and he still has the world record for the 100 and the 200 meters sprint. But what most people don't understand is that when he first went to his coach, his coach had to, sh to show him how to run. So he had to unlearn how to run for two years. Yeah, he was already an accomplished sprinter, but for two years he had to now learn how to sprint properly, to change. This was before any you know, Olympics had even been considered. But... Leading up to the Olympics, going through these changes, he was committed. Every day he would go to the track. So every day you commit to the work you've got to do. He would show up when he didn't feel well. So he would get beyond his own ego and emotions and he would do the work. Yeah. Because his vision and what he planned as his lifestyle was far greater than the, the two years that it took for him to now learn how to sprint properly. We all know him now as the legend as Usain Bolt. But what I'm, I'm getting across here is that the biggest thing for you to do is have the goal and commit to those actions Monday to Sunday and use your 168 hours because it's so easy not to commit. And, and in that is the, the answer, truly. So the answer is commitment. Correct. Yes. Although... What popped out from your story for me is the unlearning, the learning mm -hmm. of something that would not get him there. This exactly. Yeah. So that might be even harder for some people, learning versus unlearning. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you imagine when Usain Bolt was already an accomplished sprinter as a, a young teenager 
already winning like national competitions in Jamaica. And then he wants this coach who he knows will take him to the next level. And he says, now I need to teach you how to run. See, the thing is, you've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to get to the goal. That's why I said, focus on what is the goal first. Because if you're committed, you won't let um, habits or old routines kind of get in the way of you saying, hey, I already know what I need to do. I don't need to learn anything new. But it's the commitment that says, look, I'm open to whatever needs to happen to get there because the goal is far bigger than me feeling a little uncomfortable or feeling like I have to change everything I've learned. Because there's so many people who become dramatic and say, oh my God, I've got to do this. I've got to change everything. My life is a drama. Oh, woe is me. (laughs) But see, the thing is when you're committed, it doesn't matter what needs to happen because maybe your family are dependent on that. Maybe you have a goal that you're going to change how your family live. Like I have two children. Um, You know, there's a way that I want to, continue to experience my life. I want them to experience. I want my girlfriend to experience. I want things to change. And because of that, my commitment is there. I wake up, you know, every day I work, every day I think about the goal, every day I think about the business. Don't get me wrong, there's time when I have off, but my mind doesn't stop. Why? I'm so committed to making the goal happen. I can't switch it off. I'm obsessed about it. And the commitment is so it's so highly required for you to make your goals happen. And that's why some people make it happen quickly. Some people it takes a bit longer because it all comes down to their focus and commitment. Great. Yes. Um, you experienced a vision come true already, the Jamaica mm-hmm. story. Um, but what is your vision for the future? That's a great question. Um, you know, growing up... <laughs> I'd even go back to when I was a boy. I used to have this vision of I would be this astronaut and I would visit different planets. And I'm really sharing some like, you know, the kind of typical stuff you you think about when you're a child and, you know, just traveling and so on. And the reality is it's very simple. I want to impact as many people so that I, I help them to help their families, friends, and their community. Because the way that I see business owners, they are the, the heartbeat of commerce. They are the heartbeat of, of what keeps you know financial things moving. Because if you look at some of the biggest companies in the world, or even some of the people who've made the biggest change, I, th- I believe there's a story recently of Akon, who was that famous singer. And I believe he has been able to be involved in a project that has delivered electricity to something like I don't know, 600 million Africans. And the, the, the way that I see the future is that it's entrepreneurs who are the future because they're the ones who are willing to risk. They're the ones who are committed. And they're the ones who, when somebody says to them, it can't be done, they're already working on the answer. Yeah, they're working on the solution. And so for me, the biggest thing that I see is the future is to encourage more people to show up, to, for more people to shine, for more people to succeed. Because the more that we understand that it is possible so long as you commit, you don't have to be confined with, let's say, you know, a, a route or a career that isn't right for you. You can go for it. Don't worry about what your parents say or the people around you. Just go for what's in your heart. And, and I see because of that, it will have the impact that for instance, I'm having now with my own son. I mean, he's 12. And I can speak to him at a level where I can say to him, Ruben, this is how you can look at life. Seek the advice of people who have already been there. 
other people just take it as opinion but truly understand what it is that's in your heart and what you want to do because that's the only thing that matters and that's what i want to see the next generation take more of that on great uh where can people find you online Leon? Okay, so people can find me online in all the usual places. I'm Leon Street. I have a, a silent E on the end of my last name. So it's Street with an E. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram. And you will find my website if you type that into Google as well. All right. Maybe later we can put them down in the links below. Absolutely. The that would be great. Yes. So, so let's get, invite them to Freedom Summit Global. Yeah, I would love, look, I'm looking forward to meeting, you know, everybody who attends Freedom Summit Global. Um, it will be my first time coming across to the Far East. And so I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I believe, you know, people will take away lots of great things that I'm, I'm going to bring there, especially for the talks I'm doing. Because the biggest thing for me is not just to kind of give theory. I want to give you guys stuff that you can implement straight away. Um, it's what I do when I speak in Europe and when I speak in America. And it's what I'm going to bring to the event. And I'm looking forward to being there. Great. We look forward to meeting you and hear you talk as well. Mm -hmm. um, finally, we invite everyone to like Freedom Summit Global and Freedom Summit Asia on Facebook. Thank you, Leon. Thank You're you so welcome. Much. It's been a pleasure. You've been a gracious host and I've enjoyed your questions.